Hey guys, welcome back. Woo. Look who I'm back with, your fave from episode one, my sister Mel. I'm back with a bang. <laughs> She's back with a bang. And as you can see, she copied my hairstyle. Like, what's up, dude? I did not copy your hair. She totally copied my hairstyle. Ah, okay. Well, whatever, it's fine. So, the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about relationships. Um, not just romantic relationships, but relationships in general, you know, because relationships is a broad word that encompasses. You get it, you get it. So, I think I'd start with her. Um, we were going to talk about sibling relationships, but ah, that's, that's, you know, that's, yeah. So, instead we're going to focus on our friendship. Well, not our friendship. We have a great friendship, but like not our friendship, just friendship in general, you know. And instead of like having like a deep conversation about like what a friend is and what you have to do to be a good friend and all of those things, I decided that we're going to do something a little bit more lighthearted, I guess, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. So. What we're going to do today is we're going to look at um, a bunch of moral dilemmas. I don't know if you guys know what those are, but it's basically uh, where you're confronted with an issue and you have two choices and two or more choices and whichever choice you pick um, results in you having to compromise, compromise some morals. like whichever you pick. So there's no right answer, there's no wrong answer, it just depends on what you value and what matters to you. So we're going to be doing this in the context of friendships and I think that's going to be fun. Yep. I think we're going to see if my sister and I hold the same values when it comes to our friends. I'm excited. And yeah, if you guys want, um, after I read the question, you can just pause, think about uh, what your answer would be and then Let's play and see if you agree with my sister or me or yeah I don't know it's gonna be fun I'm super excited so whoop, whoop. let's start <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh no no why isn't my fingerprint on your phone there's an emergency you no okay but you know my password oh you're young for me Imagine you have like a. Why does your screen die so quickly? Oh, here you go. 
you have a imagine you have a stick of dynamite, right? Okay. And like your friend is blocking the hole. But then if that friend survives, it guarantees the rest of us will. No. So there's no guarantee. But the chances the chances higher. The chances higher that okay, I don't know maths. Probability. Um probability that if you blow the friend up that's in the hole, mm -hmm. there's a 70% chance that you guys will die. I mean survive. 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 But if you don't blow the friend up, there's like a 30% chance that you will survive. So the chances of survival if you blow the friend up are higher. I don't know. I I I I nah, I think I'm gonna change my mind and go the other way because I don't think I would be able to like live with myself knowing that I'm alive because I consciously decided to kill somebody. Like I'd rather like we try until the last minute any other means possible and if like we die, we die. All of you yeah. just die. Yeah. I just wouldn't be able to live with myself. Like the guilt and you know like what do you say to your friend's family like when you get back? Like we chose they, they we chose to kill your your <laughs> loved one. Oh no. <laughs> what if you were the one who was blocking the cave? What would you want your friends to do? I mean, it's very easy to be like, oh my god, it's just like kill me and like survive. But I do want to live. Like, I do want to live. So I think my answer is still the same. Like, we need to, I mean, if we're friends, like good friends, you know, um, you're not going to be going to do dangerous stuff with just random. So I would hope that we all have like a consensus that we're all in this together. Vibes. I don't know. Okay. Okay. What would you do? If I was the person in the hole, like if I was the person. No, in the hole. if it was your friend in the hole, and you were one of the people who wanted to survive or wanted to die, I don't know. Yeah, I'd blow them up, hey. I'd blow them up, like for the sake of the rest of my friends in that hole. Yeah. And then you go home and carry on as normal and be happy with your life. I mean, probably not. Like I'd grieve my friend, but I, like I wouldn't. No, there's grief because somebody died due to unforeseen circumstance and then there is you decided we are going to kill those persons so that we can survive that for me is what I don't think I would be able to live with the fact that every day when I wake up and I am alive and your other friends are alive also yeah they are they are alive but I'm, I'm pretty sure they will also be dealing with the same guilt that I'm feeling it's not just it's not that grief of oh you know it, it was good she was a good person he was a good person and I miss them. Oh my gosh, it's not that type. It's like a it's it's you decided to kill them. Right. So let me ask you, because this kind of has an implication. So you know the trolley problem, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where you can stay on the track and kill five people or you can change the track and kill one person. Mm -hmm. What would you do? Because you seem like an omission type of person, like you don't do anything and you just let what's happening happen. Yeah, I mean, if you put it that like that, I am, I am like, like I don't want that on my conscience. But when it comes to that, unfortunately, I will have to choose the one person. So um, <laughs> to die because. But now the thing is, in that situation, there will be somebody who does. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like there isn't even in this situation. No, but the thing is, I am one of the people who either lives or dies. Does okay. that make sense? So okay. It's different to say, okay, I'm choosing based on a scenario where I am not the subject. Mm. Like, I'm choosing this person or these five people. And I'm like, okay, like in my mind, I guess mathematically that it makes any sense. It makes sense that only one family will grieve as opposed to five or whatever. But now I'm in the situation where I am the subject. I am the one who has to choose my life over somebody else's. What? Okay. No. I get that. I get that. You know, but I mean, like, I mean, realistically speaking, if we were a group of friends, people will probably vote. There will probably be a debate, and then we'll probably just go with whatever the majority wants to do. Yeah, I mean, humans' primary instinct is to survive. Like, in the situation, you'd probably be like, ooh, dynamite. You know, so I'm, just, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I would, uh, I would blow you up. But, like, 
on the other hand, I would let you blow me up, you know? So it's okay. It's okay. So you're you're a good friend. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Okay, that was that was the easiest one, right? Right? No. Okay. No? Okay. <laughs> Here's the next one. And you know, standard procedure. We knew this one was coming. <clears throat> you're at your best friend's wedding. Just an hour before the ceremony starts. Earlier that day, you came across definitive proof that your best friend's spouse-to-be is having an affair with the best man or maid of honor. <gasps> and you catch them sneaking out of a room together, looking disheveled. Oh, the wedding day! Yeah, an hour before the wedding. <laughs> if you tell your friend about the affair, their day will be ruined, but you don't want them to marry a cheater. What do you do? I'll tell them. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Drew the options. Tell your best friend. Sure, the day will be ruined, but better a day ruined than an entire life. Mm -hmm. Or say nothing. Your job is to be supportive and participate in your friend's happiness. No. 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 Not the second one. Um. You know, I get people who are on almost dating only. Like, don't you know people? Cause you know those things. It's like, oh, like. Um, people fight as a couple and then you also come and you're like breaking up your friend and then when they get back together it seems like you are the enemy. You're a fool! You are the enemy of progress. <laughs> but I feel like that's a different thing if it's just like oh my friend and I saw her man's like driving up on somebody in the club and they've been dating for like a few months. This is a life-changing thing. Like my best friend is about to marry somebody, share a life with somebody have kids or not whatever with somebody and like i'm just gonna be like yeah do you like and no and i feel like if you say it's my responsibility to participate in her happiness there's no way she's gonna be happy with a person like that because if a person can cheat on you on the day before the wedding number one you don't know how long that's been going on number two it is definitely going to carry on after you get married number three that is utterly disrespectful to my best friend and the relationship and if you can disrespect somebody like that there's no way you can make them happy like so then if my responsibility is to participate in their happiness i'm not gonna let them nah 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 for me personally i know for a lot of people that's like a dilemma but for me personally i am that girl and if People are outside coming for you because you ruin people's I don't ruin people's relationships. If you are on some, you wanna go disrespect my friend out on the streets, then you don't deserve to be with that person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if my friend is gonna break up their friendship with me because they feel like I have um, ruined their relationship, then it's fine, their, their friendship can end. Because I would want my close friends or my friends to be able to do something like that for me. I don't want to be that person who's walking in the streets and people are like, oh shit, if only she knew. Nah. Nah, I'm not going to be a fool in the street just because my friends think participating in my happiness means not telling me things like that. And I think also as a friend, like, you can't just come and be like, your man's no. Like, <laughs> you know, you need to find a, like, a way to say it properly because it hurts. Obviously, you guys realize that episode one, 
I'm a very like black and white person. Like there are things obviously that are very difficult to like maneuver. But for me, I'm a person who is it is this way, it isn't this. And I feel like if you're gonna be mad at somebody telling you the truth, I'm not talking about people who are trying to spice up your relationship and break you up. No, people are really genuinely telling you the truth because they care about you. And you are upset. Why? You're upset because now you have to face the truth and you know you have to confront that person or you have to ignore what they said and continue living like a fool or you have to break up with that person. And that's the, and that's the, there's no such thing. And that's the reason why you're upset. You're upset because you can't see the relationship for what it is. And for me, it's like I can't, I can't be friends with, yeah, I struggle to have friendships with people who are not realistic because I am. And if I'm gonna tell you something, if I'm gonna you, I'm like there's no option. <laughs> like because a thing is or it isn't. And yes, there are ways around certain things. But if a person cheating on you, and you wanna find out by yourself why, even being told is actually finding out by yourself. Yes. No, I'd rather be the one that sees them sneaking around disheveled. Not Why? like I don't know. Like I just I need to see it to believe it. Because so honestly, what, like, my, my, my first thought, in my, yeah. Well, no, no, not that my friends are lying, right? But it would be like a fifty-fifty. You know, like I can't say in this situation I would believe this person over this person. Like I would believe my friend over my partner, or I would believe my partner over my friend. It would be a 50-50. Yes. Which is why I'd rather find out by myself. The thing for me is, not to say that I trust my friends more than my partner, that's not true. And I agree with you that if my friend came and told me this, I don't have any, I wouldn't lean towards my friend, I would lean towards my man or whatever. But I feel like it gives me some sort of a, a basis to say, okay, if I'm going to be like, okay, let me look for evidence or look through his phone or whatever, whatever. I have something to base that on because somebody has told me that they've seen one, two, three, you know? And I'm not those type of people that if you tell me that I was like, you're lying, are you trying to go? No. And I'm talking like good friendships. Good friendships where you know the person genuinely cares about you and have your best interest at heart. That's the type of friendships we're talking about here. Mm. Not just to any person that you know. And if you trust that person, you know, and majority of the time that person's probably been in your life longer than your partner. That's true. Right? Which is fine, okay, let's even if we discredit that, because I mean people's um value in your life is not always, you know, uh, proportional to the amount of time. But trust your friend. The same way that if you would trust your partner. If they said to you, I don't think this friend is good for you, you would be so quick to drop that friend. I promise you. That's true. You would be so quick. <laughs> so quick. Because your partner's like, nah, your friend is jealous of you. Or like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> Why when it's the other way? Yes, and I'm not saying just go and be like, it's over or whatever. And I mean, I wouldn't go to my friend and be like, dude, I just saw this and saw this. Obviously, like, also take photos, take screenshots, give your friend the evidence that they need. Because as humans, we, we do, yes, we do want to see, but I I would definitely break up a friendship with you if I knew you knew and you didn't tell me. And you made me a fool in the streets. Now, a fool. You made me a fool because you were supposed to have my back as my friend and you didn't. I get that. I get where you're coming from, but for me, it, it just doesn't sit that comfortably. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I, I would want to, I would want to find out for myself. Like if, I don't know, it's like, even in general, like when I'm, when I'm getting to know someone and like someone else knows something about this person, you know, like, I don't want you to tell me that like this person's a bad person. Like I want to figure it out for myself. One thing you know, about me is I don't like to waste my time on anything, on anyone. I value my time. I would rather be by myself doing absolutely nothing than wasting my time getting to know somebody who turns out to be a waste of time, basically. So 
I mean, if you know something and you want to tell me, like coming from a malicious point of view, of yeah, because I don't want you guys to be together, that's different. But like I said, if you are coming as my friend who cares about me and you know John is out on the streets doing God knows what with you ever, not then obviously, like, I would want you to tell me. Because why would you let me waste my time getting to know somebody? And in that getting to know somebody, don't forget that I'm catching feelings for this person. I'm falling for this person. And you know these things, which, for example, might be some of my um, deal breakers. Mm -hmm. And just because I haven't found out for myself, you're not going to tell me until I'm in love with him. And then, nah. That's what are your friend deal breakers? My friend deal breakers. Yeah. My friend Joe Breakers are definitely somebody who doesn't communicate. Like, and not in terms of what, I mean, it's not like your partner who you speak to every day, but just like in terms of communication. Like, you know, I've had friendships where we, we, we kind of know what's happening in each other's lives. Um, deal Breakers for me as well are friends who don't show up, people mm -hmm. who don't come through and I feel like a lot of people will accept a friend just saying oh no I can't come or no because it's not your friend like it's just whatever whereas you know you wouldn't accept those things from your partner I try exactly. and I try and um, think about it that way like if this person was my friends would I accept that and if the answer is no, then why should I accept it from another person just because they're not my boyfriend? Um, so yeah, like I need a person with good communication skills in my life in general. A person who shows up. And I think another thing as well is a person who knows how to apologize. I think we in relationships, you expect your boyfriend to, I don't know, some people want your boyfriend to buy them flowers, to take them out, to to write them paragraphs and, and say this like heartfelt apology and you want them to acknowledge what it is that they did and not just be like I'm sorry you know but be like I'm sorry because once again because I made you feel this way that's how I want to be apologized to because it means you acknowledge what you've done and how I felt about it <laughs> and I value friends who are like that as well because you do get rich in friendships as well and yeah there are people and they you have expectations of them and when they don't fulfill that expectation, you get broken, you get hurt as well, just like in romantic relationships. So yeah, I mean, I don't like to be too rigid, but I think the most important thing is someone who shows up, someone who shows up physically, emotionally, and is there for you when you need them and just lives life with you, man. Yeah. Right? I said this, I said this when I said this. Don't be a passive friend. Don't be one of those people that pops up every now and again like, oh, hello, oh my goodness, you got married, vibes, and then they disappear again. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's a commitment. Friendship is a commitment to another person. You know, it's just obviously it's a different kind of commitment, but it's a commitment nonetheless. For me, it's if someone doesn't make an effort, then I'm just... I'm out. Like, I, you know, I can't. I can't. Because it's just, I don't know. I feel like when you when you decide to have someone in your life, in whatever capacity, you know, you have to put in the effort to make that work. Yeah. You know, and for me, like, I'm not really a people person. Um, and I, I generally don't like interacting with people. So when I do make friends, you know, I'm like, okay, we're in it to win it. Gonna put in the work and make this friendship work, yeah. you know, so yeah, and if you don't like Beyonce, that's a deal breaker for me too, um, yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay, okay, so, third one, your friend tells you they committed a crime. Actually, you know what, since we're, since we're on the cheating one, let's, let's do a follow-up to that one. Mm -hmm. So both people in the relationship are your friends you guys have been 
let's say you guys have been friends for the same amount of time, right? You're friends with John and you're friends with Sally. You know that John is cheating on Sally with Sandra, right? John asks you not to say anything. What do you do? Do you tell Sally? I will blackmail John. You would blackmail John? I will tell John that I'm leaving you two days and you will tell Sally what's happening. Otherwise, I will tell you. Because I know if it was the other way around, I will tell you. And you know that you wouldn't want to be made a fool by Sally. So, you. <laughs> you know you know that you wouldn't want to be made a fool by Sally. You wouldn't want her out on the street. And how embarrassing is it for her that, because trust, if I know, right, I've probably told our other friends, if we're in a friend group, I've either told them or they know somehow, and now she's the fool. When we're out here playing 30 seconds and <laughs> chilling and drinking wines, she's the fool. Yo, guys, there's nothing I hate like being a fool, like being humiliated and embarrassed. When people are speaking about you, saying, oh, shame. Where, let's say we're playing 30 seconds, brah, and then they, they, they do a clue that only they know because they were out there when he was chilling with the other chick and you were at home sleeping. Nah. For me, number one is your, you must not make your friends fools in the community, in society. You just mustn't. Um, yeah, that's, I think for me, those things come, unfortunately, very easy. It's just that, I don't know, for other people it seems like it's so easy. Okay, oh my gosh, you're inserting yourself in other people's lives. Um, if you were busy, you should have cheated in your room where we don't <laughs> see you. If you were busy cheating in the club or at some other gatherings, maybe you invited us to a bride, but you didn't invite Sally, and then you're busy on top of some other chick. What do you expect us to do? And I feel like it also gives the, 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 the what do you call it? The notion almost that you can do whatever it is that you want and that our loyalties as friends, or let's say my loyalty as a friend lies with you and not with my other friends, when you know damn well that I'm friends with both of you, you know? And for me, I'm those people who are like, I'm not even gonna be, I never go to someone and say, you better break up with them. No, it's your decision. If I said to you, okay, uh, Jaren, it's cheating on you, bruh, and you say, nah, I'm gonna sleep with my man and whatever, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, then we go out <laughs> to use cafe, we're going out to use cafe, we go join the cheater and <laughs> show with them. It's fine, but, um, at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't have anything on my conscience that's making me not sleep at night because I won't sleep at night because I know that if I were in Sandy's shoes, I would want you to tell me or I would want you to make him tell me. Yeah. Okay. I think so too. What would I do? I don't know. I would, I don't know. What would I do? Because you know what another thing is, if you don't tell Sally or if you don't blackmail John, every single time John is doing his shenanigans there, you are going to be the excuse. Now I was with Melanie. Call Melanie, she will tell you. I was with her. Now you're that, you're a liar now. You're a liar. Uh, no. No. And you're backstabbing your friend. You're backstabbing. You. With pride. Yeah, okay. I don't know if I would pride. <laughs> it is with pride. It is with pride because you made a decision that you know, when Sandy calls you must lie and say, Yes, I was with him once or twice and then he went home at 2 a.m. When you're damn sure he did not. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, your answer makes sense. Yeah, probably that. That. Because I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I would go and tell Sally because first of all, if I was Sally, I, again, wouldn't want to know. I'd want to find out from John. Um, so yeah, maybe blackmailing John is the way to go. But if John does not tell me at a stipulated time, I will tell him. With pride. I feel like, hmm, I think in a situation, if, if, my friend, like, where, when I'd be okay with someone telling me is if they were coming 
to me with proof beyond reasonable doubt. You know, like you're coming to me and you're showing me like this, you know, but you're not just coming to me and saying, oh yeah, no, John is doing one, two, and three. And then now I must, like what must happen? What, what must I do with that information? Like, you can't just come with problems with no solutions. You must bring a proof and we see it. You know, you want to show cheaters where like they take you and they, like you follow the person? That's, yeah, that's what I would want. Another thing as well, as another reason is for my answer is because you are also giving John um, what, what's the word? Like you're giving John like this this like you're basically showing him the kind of person that you are as a friend as well. Basically. Does that make sense? Like you're showing him that you're okay with people that cheat. And if you are then kudos to you, but I'm not. So what if okay, yeah. what if what if your friend is the cheater? You know they're cheating on their person. You're not exactly friends with the person, you're just kind of like acquaintances. Then I'll tell them, go tell your man that you're cheating on me. This isn't right, right? And if they refuse? Then that's then our friendship is not aligned. You can't be a person I'm gonna carry with me for the rest of my life. That when I, for example, I'm in a relationship and I feel like I for whatever reason I want to cheat on my man or whatever, and you don't stop me, you don't reprimand me. I don't consider you a good friend. That's how I see it. Because I would want you to treat me the same way. I'm not perfect. I'm also gonna talk, I'm also gonna do the things. But I would want you to come and say, dude, if you value this person, tell them. If you value this person, you don't do this. But I think maybe when it comes to my friend and I'm not friends with the partner, it might be a little different. I might tell you, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. And if you stop, we move on. It's all good now, right? If you carry on because you know I'm not friends with the person and I'm not gonna, I don't have any loyalty to tell them anything, then yeah, chances are the friendship is going to deteriorate because we don't have that alignment of morals. And that's important in yeah. any kind of relationship that you have because then you'll find yourself compromising and you won't be, you won't be you. Exactly. I agree with that. Yeah, and it's the saddest thing, I think, like when you when you're such good friends with someone and then you find out that, you know, they're like this and then you're just like mm. like yeah, that happened to me. Like one of my friends, you know, one of one of like my really good friends, we, we went out together um this one time and she she went over with this other guy and like before we went she was like no just make sure that you know i don't go anywhere like i'm by your side and i was like chill vibes vibes and i did my job like even though i was drinking like i was doing my job like i was there with her and then when she was leaving the room i i followed her and i was like no where are you going come back and she was like no it's fine i was like no it's not fine let's go back eventually she was like forget what i said just let me go so I was like, you know what, like, I really tried, guys, like, I really, like, I did my job, but, you know, she's an adult, and what was I going to do, like, chain her to the door? So she went, and, um, she did her things, and, you know, ever since then, like, I, I was so unsettled, like, it's, she was always, not. yeah, she's been, she's been with the person that she's been with for, like, years. And like every time I see pictures of them, it just makes me so uncomfortable yeah. because I'm like, oh, because he's such a good guy, like he's such a good guy. And I just look at them and I'm like, oh my gosh. <sighs> Guys, don't put your friends, yo, don't put your friends in situations yeah. like these. Like that's your... Yeah, don't. It's so hard. It's so hard when you're like so close with someone and like apart from that one thing, the friendship is really good and now you have to decide you know where you stand and it's just don't put your friends in difficult but it also situations. shows you the fundamentals of like the person's morals because then it means that they are the type of friend that would i don't know be like be almost coercing you to like cheat on your partner just because the person in front of you is like hot or whatever you know you don't want people leading you down like 
Their own poverty clause. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Can you, you can hear me listening? Obstructing the 
orgasm just as oh. <laughs> get it. That's true. Um, I think, yeah, I think I also encourage them to, um, to confess because like, I'm an officer of the law, guys. Jokes, I'm not an officer of the law, but like, you know, I'm someone who values the law. I work for the law. I, you know, and like, I, 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 I want to be considered a fit and proper person, and I can't be considered a fit and proper person if I'm letting my friends, you know, break the law. Break the law. So like, you would have to confess, or I would report you. That's, mm. like, that's all there is to that. And also, I think if you don't like report or tell them that they must confess, every single time they have a nightmare to end, it's you they're calling. Mm. Every time that they feel guilty, it's you they're calling. So you actually going to be sucked more and more in as though you were the one who also participated because you are going to now be their confidant every single time. It's not just like, oh, they'll tell you, do you feel this way? And then everyone moves on with their lives. You are now part of this thing, part of it, part. like. You're in it. Yeah. Have you guys watched Dead to Me? Have you watched Dead to Me? With Judy and... I don't think so. Yo, you should watch it. You should watch it. But yeah, I would, I, I would tell them to... Um, I, okay, what, what if you guys committed... You know the prisoner's dilemma? The prisoner's dilemma where you and your friend commit a crime and then they put you in two separate rooms. Well, it's three, three separate rooms, but let's just say two people. Two separate rooms, and then they basically um, offer you something. So they say, if you confess first, you'll get this. But if your friend confesses first before you do, they'll get your deal, and then you'll go to jail. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Do you confess first? based on the idea that you believe your friend's going to confess or do you keep quiet hoping that your friend will also keep quiet? Like, do you trust your friends enough to like keep quiet? When like, when the jail sentence you're facing is like life in prison and then the deal they're offering is like a year of probation. And then my friend goes in, but we both You're, you're offered the, the same deal, yeah. But we both committed the crime. Yeah. You're confessing? Mm. <laughs> no, I'm confessing for my conscience. The fact that there's a deal or not for me is almost irrelevant. What about trust? What about everything we know? No, but I'm not confessing saying, oh, one of these the most and killed this person or whatever, assuming that it's murder. I'm saying this is the details of what happened. Because, guys, yo, <laughs> you will not have a good life if you have things on, on your conscience. Can I tell you guys something? My ex-boyfriend, we dated for a long time, he always used to say this to me, like whenever I was just felt, whenever I felt like uneasy, or however the right man, he would always say what's on your conscience. And trust, he would always something. What is on your conscience? There's something you are you are deeply thinking about without consciously like thinking about. There's something affecting you in your subconscious. And, you, and not to say, okay, every time you're not okay, it's because you did something wrong. But it's a good place to start, I would say. And most of the time he was right. He would be like, what's on your conscience? And then I was like, nah. And you know, sometimes it's, it's something as simple as I was rude to the waitress. And, 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 and you moved on with your life, whatever. But you know, man, inside, you know you're not that person. You know you're not, man. And, 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 and you think, okay, but... How did this person's day go on to be, you know, after I just screamed at them or called the manager at them and they got a warning or they got fired or, you know, you move on with your life, you do. But inside, yeah, he definitely, yeah, that was definitely one thing he would always ask, what's on your conscience? And then obviously, if we delve into that, then we can look at other stuff that might be causing you to not be okay. That's good. A conscience... Listen to your conscience. Guys, listen to your conscience. Mm. Okay. What would I do? Would I? I don't know. Like, I don't know if I trust any of my friends enough 
to, to be like, yeah, we're, we're both going to keep quiet, you know? So I'd, I'd probably confess to, like, every man for himself, guys. At the end of the day, like, it's, like, I love you guys so much with all my heart, but I'm not going to jail for anybody, anybody. So I would, I would totally confess, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, to be like that, guys, you know, it's, mm, I don't know. Last week I was talking about breakups and whether it's easier to, like, I, one of the questions that I read was whether it's easier to break up with a friend or a romantic partner. What do you think? It's easier to break up with a romantic partner. What? She's the opposite of me. It is easier to break up with a romantic partner because we take so much bullshit from our friends. We do. It's so easy to be like, I feel like with our partners, we, our expectations are over here. And you're just like, think about the things that your partner does. If your partner is late, you are so upset. You are like, how? <laughs> if it's your friend, you'll probably just be like, yes, you are upset. But for some reason, you can't find that thing in you to be like, <laughs> to them as well. You can't. And, and, and then it's so easy with your partner to be like, ah, this is bullshit, ah. Screw you. You don't do one, two, three, four, five. But do you ever sit down and think, does my friend do one, two, three, four, five? Which are the things that I, that are my love languages or that I want to feel loved and valued in a relationship. Obviously, given the fact that you give into the friendship. That's how I feel. I feel like we have such high expectations of our romantic partners. And it's fine because technically, I mean, if you are in a long-term relationship, this will probably be your best friend. But let's say it isn't. And you do have other friends. You do you obviously do have other friends, but you do have a friend best friend or whatever. It's so easy to 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 say to your partner, no, I'm not taking any of this from you. But we don't do that with our friends. Why? Why? It's easy to go long periods of time without talking with your friends, but if your partner does not say good morning to you in like two hours and you see that they've been online, you are like on there. Yeah, Why? That's true. Why? So for me, that's where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a point of view of because of our high expectations of our partners, we we almost clearly see that nah, this isn't working for me because you're not reaching one, two, three, four, five. But because we don't outline those same expectations for our friendships, we kind of just go in the flow with friendships. Even when you see it's not good, you're just kind of in there. But you're not actually saying, nah, it's over. We're not friends anymore. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. I'm the opposite. I have such high expectations of my friends. Like, for me, it's, it's much easier to end a friendship because like, yeah, my expectations of my friends are so high and like as soon as you hurt me, I'm just like, no. Whereas with my partner, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'll give you another chance, I'll give you another chance, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Why is it like that for me? I don't know. I'm not you. Yeah, but like, you don't even want this. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think maybe because, and I don't mean this like in a mean way. But I think you you kind of go into relationships like in an airy fairy type of way. Whereas when I enter a relationship, well, this is just the two of us. When I enter a relationship, I'm looking for a life partner. That's what I'm doing. There are no other options for me. There's no, let's just be, oh, oh let's just not. There isn't. I don't have time for that. I don't have energy for that. I have a lot of things going on. And if you're not going to hold my hand, through life, and yes, people break up, things don't work out, but the intention is we're doing this for life. And I think maybe for me, when I enter friendship, it's because like, oh, I think they're the cool person, let's get to know each other, let's just have fun. Um, and I think that's how you enter relationships. Yeah. Whereas when you enter friendship, you're looking for people to do life with you. Yeah. And my friends are like mine. Yeah, and I, I'm, unfortunately, I'm those people who I could live my life with just my partner and be fine. You're like your parents. <laughs> my parents are each other's best friends. And they're not friends. They're the ones. They're the ones that was telling me that I don't need friends. <laughs> they told me I don't need friends because I feel 
partner, full-time partner, you guys are doing this long-term and you are, you're each other's future, you're working towards the future. 100% that person will be your best friend. So that's just how I see it. And I think only recently, maybe last year or so, I really got, was in a friendship where I got truly deeply got hurt. Like, you know, and it's because I consciously decided to actually look at the things that this person was doing and be like, this is not on. And I would not accept this from like anybody. And I think as well, if you think about it, even the relationship that I have with my sister, right? It's so easy for her and I to just be like, ah, whatever. If she says something that hurts me, I'll just be like, ah, whatever. But I know if my boyfriend said that thing, I would be on him. I would be challenging him, like, how dare you? You know, I want them to apologize. I want them to realize. But why, with my sister, can I not say, dude, like, I don't appreciate when you say that. I'm, I'm trying to work hard at this thing and you're making me feel small or whatever. It's almost like that vocabulary doesn't exist when it comes to friendships or even like sibling um, relationships. And I don't know. And I feel like it is unfortunate because there are also people that you have expectations of, that you're having relationships with, that you um, want certain things from. And you should hold them accountable to that, those things, to, to, to the level in which, and I mean, having obviously communicated that this is what I'm expecting from, you know, a friendship. It's different, obviously, with siblings because you, you're there, like, all the time. This is really, you know, much of an option, but I think you can work at having a stronger relationship with your sibling than just whatever naturally comes because you have the same blood or whatever. Exactly. Stop going with the flow. Yeah. You've got to let your expectations be known, especially with friendships. Like, I think that's so, so important because you realize that you're so affection deprived because, like, you just take whatever you can get from your friends because you're like, oh, yeah, no, this, we're friends, it's great, as long as you know we're there, mm -hmm. vibes, you know. But for me, like, for me, my friendships, like, I'm, I'm like, my friendships are here. Like, you yeah. know, if you hurt me, like, I think as well, another thing is that's why a lot of people jump from like relationship or romantic relationship to relationship because when they're single, they feel so empty. And I know people like to say the whole, oh, like self-love, yeah, fine. But as human beings, we are social beings. You are not going to self-love yourself into like the future, into like success. You need In my opinion, life partners, you need people to do life with. And should that be your friends only or a partner only or both, that's perfectly fine. I just think that if you are going to think that self-love is enough, I don't think you're going to make it, unfortunately. Self-love is very important here because it also teaches you what to accept and what not to accept from other people when they love you. But you need companionship. Yes. You need people. You need, you do. Unfortunately, that's how it is. You are not an island. You can't exist by yourself. And, you know, that's what I believe that my personal opinion. So, yeah. But you said, I said, you said that if you, if you have a, a romantic partner, then, you know, you're fine if you don't have friends. That's me. Okay. But that's why I'm saying you need companionship. It's up to you as a person whether you're going to be like one person with lots of friends with a person and friends. I'm not saying I don't need friends, but I'm saying that I'm those people and I know it's a majority of people who hold their romantic relationships higher and have higher expectations of their romantic partner than they do of their friends. And I'm the minority. I have higher expectations of my friends yeah. than my romantic relationships. Yeah. Because I feel like for my partner, I want you to show up, I want you to be there, I want you. And those are the things that I was saying earlier that those are actually important in friendship. You know, and recently I started realizing that if you're not showing up for me, we can't be friends. I can't just say, okay, it's fine. And you know, I saw this other thing on, I don't know what, 
already is on and it's like I appreciate those friends that you can go three months without speaking and they pick up where you left off. Uh, no, not for me. First of all, I get that life carries on, but why can't life carry on with your friends? Yeah. Why can you not go to your man and say, let's just relax for three yeah. months? And then I'll see you. So pick up where you <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and after three months, you just be like, oh, good morning. Oh, I missed you. Oh my God, we should do lunch. Yeah. And this is your man. You won't accept that. You won't. And I'm not talking about your friends that are like the 20 or 50 people you were invited to your wedding. I'm talking about your two, three, four close friends. Mm-hmm. The people that hold you and keep you sane. Those are the people you shouldn't be doing the two, three months thing of you picking up where you left off. Yes, all these other people that I ah, went to school with is right. You can call them when you want to go out. That's fine. I completely get that. You can't be. You constantly be working on relationships if you are constantly talking to people and, and no. But I feel like for me, if uh, if I feel like I'm putting that effort and you are giving me the three months of no communication vibe, then I know where I stand with you. We're not the type of friends that I thought we were. And yes, we can still be friends slash acquaintances or whatever. I'm not gonna cut you out of my life. You can be there, chill vibes. You know, if I see you at the club, I'm not gonna ignore you. But I know that you're not my people. My, my people. I agree. Three months, guys. Three months. That's a quarter of a year. Right? Months? Yeah, that's a quarter of a year. Like, mm. no. No. Friendships, you're right. Friendships are so important. Like, the two or three people that you have as, like, your closest friends. Super, super important, mm-hmm. I think. And if I end up not having a life partner, like a, a romantic life partner, I'll be fine. As long as I have like my two, three, four friends, you know, sex and the city vibes. Without, without the guys, without me. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you one more thing before. This is like a real life <coughs> dilemma for me. So, um, I have a friend, she's a mutual friend of me and another friend, right? But then the other friend did something very bad to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now we have this mutual friend in the middle. If you were said mutual friend, like, how would you, how would you deal with that? Like, when the other friend didn't do anything to mutual friend, they did something to me how would you how would you guys deal with that think about it if i was a mutual friend i think number one is it's important to talk to you and acknowledge the fact that i know that you were hurt by the thing that this other person did um because if i pretend like i don't see it i think you also it will come across to you as though I am condoning whatever it is that they did just because I'm their friend. I think it's important to say, look, I know Jane did one, two, three to you, and I'm really sorry I wasn't involved, I didn't know. Um, However, you do know I'm friends with Jane, and I would like to try my best to keep those friendships separate. It will be difficult, but as my friend, I hope that you try and understand. I'm not going to be um, mixing things. I'm not going to go and tell her um, what it is that you say and vice versa. And I would also expect that you respect me and not ask me things about Jane because the two of you are not friends anymore. Um, yeah, I think it's important to lay that because people kind of expect it to be almost obvious or, or whatever, or that you must break up with one friend and stay with the other friend. It depends as well, like what they did. If they what they did was like like disgusting, and it really me as 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 the mutual friend, uh, because I do believe if our morals and what you're doing is not aligned, then I can break up with this other person, you know. But if you just took offense to something and you really like you just can't see past it, that's a different thing, because then I'm just like okay. I might not understand why you reacted that way, but because I'm your friend, I support that you don't want this person in your life anymore. But I 
I still want them in my life. And I'm going to try my best to keep things separate. And I would like you to help me in that. It's not my responsibility alone to work at a friendship with you just because I'm with you. Like, it's not. I would like you to still put in the effort to be my friend just as I would. And I mean, in the, in the instance where it's my birthday or whatever and I invite the both of you, I expect you to be respectful to one another yeah. um, and not feel like, oh, why did you invite this person when you know? Because then you're it's being selfish. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's not about you you're being selfish. It's my birthday and I invite them who I want. And if you cannot put your whatever aside for that one day for me, I can't be friends with you. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's important to just communicate and say, look, I acknowledge, you know, I acknowledge this. And yeah, and personally, I think I also said this in the first episode, I'm a very much a words of affirmation person and I want to be affirmed even by my friends. And for you to acknowledge and realize that actually there's something, we don't just want an elephant in the room and, you know. So for me, I need things to be said, to be said, like say with your mouth, speak with your chest, and then it's like, okay, this is what it is and we all know, it's clear. Because when we, we are not saying things with our mouths, it's kind of like, mm, it's, it's, it's assumed, you know, baby. And I don't like that. Even when it comes to, well, I know I'm just going off on a tangent, but even though it, even when it comes to like romantic relationships, I'm not those people who trip and fall into a relationship. If you don't, I am those people. If you don't say like, dude, I would like to date you and for you to be my girlfriend. It's fine, we can vibe and vibe and vibe for months, but don't you ever make the mistake of introducing me as your girlfriend or so I will embarrass you. She could embarrass you. Yeah. Because you didn't ask me. It what about to be said? What about friends? Like if you and your ex have a mutual friend or Yes. Anything. I do. If you are a friend of two people that were dating, like then it stays exactly. That I would have separate conversations with both of them, where I'll basically say, Look, I am friends with you, and you're not dating so and so. I would still like to remain friends with so and so, and I'm basically just asking you to respect the friendship. Um, don't ask me questions about what's happening in their lives or anything like that and yeah and I mean um, I would expect that if I had like a my birthday or my wedding and I invited you both that you'd be civil with each other you wouldn't make it about yourselves and because it's not it's not about you and it's about me and you carrying on a friendship with me means you want to be friends with me and support me so on a day like that I would expect like just to be civil with each other but in general, yeah, it's basically that. I mean, that will obviously depend on the kind of breakup that was had. If it was like really hectic and a person like cheated or like abused the other person, then I, the one that was doing the dream <laughs> can just chill. Um, the friendship there would probably be broken. But I think it's also important for me in a situation like that to analyze my both the friendships and see, am I really friends with both of them individually or was I friends with one and then just because the other person was part of the package, mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, like, can I talk to a person alone on WhatsApp? Can I go out just for drinks with the other person? Um, but yeah, if it really is like two good individual friendships, then I would have that conversation and um, ask for them to support me and to be understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, in conclusion, friendships are complicated. They do. Like, it's not as easy as, well, even even the dilemmas weren't easy. Like, I was going to say it's not as easy as the dilemma, but, like, even in that situation, like, it's really hard. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, like, a lie to say that friendships are easier than romantic relationships, because all relationships suck. I'm kidding. All relationships are hard. (laughs) All relationships are hard. So, yeah, it's just, you just have to put in effort, like, all the way like throughout hold your friends accountable just be yeah. a good friend don't be passive show up communicate mm-hmm. um be open and honest be vulnerable yeah. you know just 
don't take your friendships for granted because one day you're going to wake up and you're going to realize that like the people that you call your friends are actually trash and they actually do absolutely nothing for you. And also communicate your expectations. You know, like tell your friends what you expect from them because then otherwise you just end up being disappointed, yeah. you know, and like you don't even know why you're disappointed. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, like be a good friend. Be a good friend. Basically, the moral of the story. So yeah, I'm glad we I'm glad we had this episode um, because friendships are important. Uh, next week, I'm going to be chatting with a couple of besties. I'm kidding, um, a couple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They've been together for years, and I just um, basically basically going to be interviewing them to find out what their secrets are. You know, because my longest relationship has been four months, and yeah, I just I just want to know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> Or what they're doing right mm -hmm. and right. yeah so till next week bye, bye.